Okay, it's recording. It's live. Oh, I should probably shut up and do the thing. We're live, pal. Wait, didn't do the the thing. Hold on. This podcast is rated off for realness. Hello, everybody, and welcome to... Ah, oh, it's on loop. It's loop. Hello, loopy body. <laughs> all right, stop. Yeah, all right, we're going to have to do it over. Okay, but that's the way it's going to be. Okay, so... Wait, you can't leave it like that? You don't think that's perfect? I guess so. Fine. <laughs> what, it's live-ish. Nah, so, so. Oh, okay. All right, all right. All right. <laughs> More work for me to do. All right. You got this. Damn it, start over. Uh, okay, what's this one? This podcast is rated off for realness. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Basement Bookers Podcast. We are live-ish, not really on here with the Basement Bookers podcast at first before and first and foremost, before we get to hide anything. We can't even do anything, but in order to remain relevant on the island of relevancy, we must take the time to acknowledge the tribal chief, the head of all tables, Roman Reigns, as he continues his glorious, unprecedented, historical, once-in-a-lifetime depending on what lifetime reign, as the undisputed WWE Universal Champion. And we all acknowledge him. And of course, before we get to the show show, we have to acknowledge the Basement Book of Earth for doing the impossible, following the Bookers. And you too can also follow the Bookers Wherever you want, we're there. We'll talk about that later, because we always do. But let me introduce to you the man sitting on my right, technically. Rich the Riz, the other half of the Base Bookers podcast. Welcome in. I'm Basement Jer. He's Rich the Riz. And together, we are the Basement Bookers podcast, the official podcast on the island of relevance, the official wrestling podcast. On the island of relevancy, Rich, how yes. how how are you doing? Good. I am doing well. Apparently, we can't speak properly until after we have done our proper acknowledgement of the tribal chief. I still that, can't do that. So you speak that, for yourself. That's all right. We you know we 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 do what we can around here. We just do what works. We we keep we keep trying. We keep moving forward. Keep pushing forward. Hit that follow. Hit the subscribe. Whatever platform you're on do the thing that you are asked to do by everyone else i don't know all the terms for all the things but it's okay because i am a boomer sure how was your week bro you know it's been a good week it's been uh it's been it's been full things you know saturday of course i had a wedding that i did not want to go to not because I love everyone involved but going places is exhausting the suit fit Mm -hmm. My neck 
is too big for my shirt, so I couldn't button the top, which is fine because that is what ties are for. Um, so there it went fine. <laughs> I almost went deaf because there's the proximity between myself and the live band. Jeez. I mean, it sounds great on paper, mm-hmm. but not in your ears. They did you a need, good job, I think. I don't know. Need I think some I distance. You need some distance between the tables and the band. There was, but not enough. Yeah. I felt. But was it indoor? It was, I presume it was indoors. indoor, given the time was, of year. Yeah. yeah, it was great. I was really happy. Family got, uh, you know, family member got hitched. That's awesome. Loving mm. That. Uh, besides that, uh, dropping the ball every day of this week on uh, Basement Booker's pod, uh, Instagram content, and uh, Basement Booker's Facebook page content. Thanks, everybody, for all the love you guys have given uh, us, me specifically, because I do that shit um, to, to continue to hide Rich's boomerism. Uh, but, you know, they get no better. to hide it. <laughs> Gotta get better. As you can see, things are changing around. Okay? We, mm-hmm. We've got... We got the basement bookers are taking off, and you are coming with us. The mans of the world, uh, the garuches of the world, uh, you're all very appreciated. Uh, so let's stop uh, kicking asses and let's start talking about kicking ass. And that would be in many things. We'll be talking about all the things SmackDown, Raw, whatever, WWE, and all your favorites over there at AEW because today we're doing. I was going to say all gear, but it's full gear, yeah. uh, 2022 predictions, and uh, we will get to that. But before that, Rich Deriz has painstakingly gone to the trouble of literally writing down everything he sees and then highlighting a thing. That is but you what don't get I do. That. You don't get that until Rich Deriz delivers the meat and potatoes. That's right. It's the fake news about real sports entertainment. And soon we will have a nice little segment tag for that. Rich Deriz, uh, take it. Yep. So we away. are going to open the NRBs, News Rumors, and Bull with the Boo Boo Room. And I don't see the thing here, so I'm going to... Get well. Get well soon. We want you to get well. All right. Uh, first up, F4WOnline.com revealed uh, that Rey Mysterio is dealing with either a foot or ankle injury as he was seen wearing a walking boot at last week's SmackDown. They've since removed him from the World Cup tournament. Uh, the report went on to say that the injury isn't believed to be serious and he's only expected to be out for, quote, a few weeks. It's all right. We have Santos Escobar. True. I wonder who replaced him, though, because if... I think Santos was always meant to, unless he wasn't, and that's the placement. Can you have more than one person from Mexico? You absolutely can. I mean, there were like four, there were five Americans in the tournament to start. I don't know the rules. I'm I'm, I'm remembering this as as I speak. By the way, uh, there were five to start, and I remember them showing like I I count Ali as representing America, but this week. They said he's representing Pakistan. So I'm like, okay. You know, as far as I know, he was born and raised in, I don't remember if it was Chicago or Detroit, one of those two cities. I know he does police in Chicago. I don't know. Yeah. If... All right. So it was, yeah, okay. it was Chicago then. Um, so, they're, so they're counting him as Pakistan. They're counting Sammy as Canada, not Syria. Well, because he's, he's not Canadian. built from there. Right. 
And yeah. Musfal, uh, yeah, Musfali isn't billed from Pakistan. He's billed from Chicago. I don't so, know, man. What do you uh, want me to know? Hashtag consistency. Well, I guess it's kind of different because Sam's not from somewhere that if he goes somewhere, he could be killed for that. So, you know, I think but there's a little bit of a difference. Since he, doesn't, since he doesn't go there. Yeah, but if, if they and keep I'll, pushing and that we'll, and they're trying to make money off this Prince guy who for no reason, you know, they I don't know what the thing between those two. Maybe it affects that because, you know, they have a business relationship with them over there. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not condoning it. I don't. I think mm-hmm. things just see the way they are. But you know, people just you know they say stuff. Yeah. Listen, when when I when I do my exclusive interview with Mustafa Ali, we will ask him about that. I promise. Uh next up, Jake Paul. What does Mustafa told... Ali have to do with Sami Zayn, who's from Syria? That too. Well, That's who I was referring to. I was referring to Sami Zayn in Saudi Arabia and the fact that they do a billion-dollar show over there. No, I Are know. you the same the, podcast as me? I am. I it's see just you. The, the ADD took me to Mustafa Ali, who is being billed from Pakistan, even though he's from Chicago. And that, yeah, I think they just make, I'm kind of fixating more on that. They can make it up as why. they go, I think. I, that's That's what they do. Yeah. All right, who else <laughs> is hurt? Uh... Jake Paul, but not Jake Paul. He told DAZN Boxing or Dazen Boxing. I don't know. I don't know any boxing fans. Um, that uh, his brother Logan Paul's knee injury is just his MCL and meniscus, not his ACL, as was initially a concern. And he's two currently three, rehabbing. Two, two out of three. Two out of, hurt. Two out of yeah. three, but you know, at least no surgery is required. Yeah, but it sucks that you're hurt. Like, who cares? If the, like, oh no, he's the third one. The, he didn't have the third one, guys. Mainly yeah, I'm but trying I to defend my own posts on social media. Just saying. I hear you. I just I don't think we were going to see him again till WrestleMania anyway, or maybe the Rumble at earliest. So yeah. maybe an appearance at the Rumble to hype whatever he does at Mania. Got to be careful with that ghost wall that doesn't eat you. It's just trying to eat all your stuff. I don't know if you notice, but I look <laughs> like sometimes there'll be like a towel in the back of you. <laughs> and oh, then it's not. That's but what is that? There's something on the right of you. Oh, that's, that's a uh, thing. That's a throw blanket that's over my wife's computer chair. Oh, okay. Uh, what's that black over there? That is a sweatshirt that she has piled over here on our uh, bench. That's good. That's a good thing because if the bench gets cold when somebody sits, they're going to be warm. Exactly. So uh, apparently we are both suffering from the strong ADD today. It's okay. This is the Basement Booker's podcast. I don't know like you act like this is your first time on here. You're not a guest. I know. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just letting the people know that yes, ADD is a thing that we have and we are representing the ADD community. Well, I'm representing anybody that's getting frustrated by your weird background sometimes, and also mine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm a man I, of the people, Richter is. Yeah, well, listen, I, I, I wasn't given a memo that we were doing, like, custom backgrounds this week. Otherwise... I just learned I could do it, so. There you go. <laughs> and, then, and then, yeah, and then I joined the room, and you're like, where's your custom background? Aren't you going to do it? And I'm like, 
It's like that's not what I said. <laughs> it's like negative thirty seconds to airtime, and you're like, "Where oh. is your this thing that I didn't tell you we were doing?" Yeah, like what you're. <laughs> <laughs> two hours before hey man i'm sending you my highlights or whatever so if you want to get the video together for them here they are okay it's, two hours before the show starts and it's like five hours of show for <laughs> the record <laughs> you never told me how long how much time you need to prep the stuff how long do you think something like that would take does it look that easy to what do you think for it's me drag no. and drop for you, who is a, who who is just slightly less of a boomer than I am, probably less time. No, I also have crippling laziness. So I hear that. Yeah. Moving on, moving on. Kevin Owens suspected uh, suffered a suspected sprained right MCL at a house show last week against Austin Theory, which he's currently rehabbing at the Performance Center, according to Dave Meltzer. Sounds but like bullshit. Part- he looks fine. <laughs> he does look fine. His participation in the brawl on SmackDown indicates it's minor. He's still a slight question mark for next week's Survivor Series. We're just hoping that as he's rehabbing, he doesn't injure it further to warrant time off. They can always just take him out or like have this. I think they're just. I think it's fake. I think he's fine. I think they're just building to like you know how they always do. Oh my God! No, he's hurt. We're down a guy. We already are at a disadvantage because you know yeah, the heels are going to have the advantage if they do that. Still, yeah. And it's like, oh no, he's here. He's coming. But I thought he was hurt. No, he's here yep. to fight. Owens fight. Yeah, that that listen that that sounds exactly like. Did you read their script? Well, are I'm you at like NXT. Reading ahead, I'm at NXT right now. So, ah, uh, um, you got you got that in that inside info. No, I gave them the idea. I said, do the thing you always do. And they're like, that's brilliant. I'm like, (laughs) yep. (laughs) Uh, Why didn't we think of that? You did. Anyway. uh. (laughs) Moving on. Thunder Rosa updated her lower back injury situation on the Wrestling Perspective podcast, saying she was able to run for seven minutes on and off for the first time in nearly three months. That's spectacular. That is. uh, There's still no timetable. For her return yet listen low back injuries it you know as is noted everywhere they talk about them you you need your back for everything for everything you do in life like not just in wrestling obviously yeah Core you know and how back. they say lift with your knees not with your back or whatever yeah mm-hmm. some people lift accidentally with back dude one time uh that band you, I, no i know you know the story but I was, me and the wife were cleaning out our guinea pig cage when we had guinea pigs. And I was leaning over. I wasn't even lifting anything. I was just like bending forward. And I just felt like, it felt like a pop. And like, I super briefly saw stars. I was like, oh, that ain't good. And like, I couldn't, I couldn't sit up straight. I couldn't stand up straight. Uh, it was, it's bad. Thankfully, I'm not nearly as overweight anymore, but. Yeah, that'll yeah, back, do it. Yeah, back uh, a little bit of a back injury, even even if it's not like something major. Like for an athlete to be out with a back injury, like it must really be be bothering them. Like like we know wrestlers compete hurt all the time. Injured and hurt is well established are very different things. So um, Tony Khan on a conference call earlier this week said uh, he certainly doesn't expect her back 
before 2023. Which Allegedly. Is only, right, which is only like a month and a half away. But if she's if she's only running on and off for seven minutes, like she's not close yet. Maybe find another thing to do. You don't have to necessarily do any kind of running. You ever try DDP yoga? Yeah, but like that might help. It, I mean, it probably would. And who's to say she's not doing that? But this is this is just an activity that she noted she was able to do for the first time in months. Diamond Dallas Page should go to Thunder Rosa and help her. You should. They can do like a whole like collaboration with him and AEW and stuff. And look at what we did here. We helped her, and she's great. Yeah. So thus ends the boo boo room this week, unless something else comes up. So get well, get well soon. We want you to get well. All right. Next up, a woman threw a drink at Scarlet at a house show last weekend after she interfered in the Karrion Cross versus Drew McIntyre match. After checking on Scarlet's security, immediately ejected the woman and her friends from the arena. I heard it was some grandma. It was like some lady. Magic. She said she, she <laughs> Scarlett described the woman as a grandma. I didn't see footage. So well, that could be one of two things. Women don't like being called grandmas. So I told her she was mm-hmm. old. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's like I and... feel upset, but you're probably gonna die of old age, you old broad. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Uh all right. Don't last do bit. that. It's mean. <laughs> Yeah, seriously, like it's great to be passionate about wrestling, and we all get we all get hyped, we all get caught up in the moment. But like, not hyped enough to waste my beer or whatever. Yeah, th- this isn't 1997 WCW. E- even then, you can't be throwing things in the ring. You can't throw things at the people. Don't. I think once you throw something in the ring, yeah, mm-hmm. or at people, they should be able to throw you in the ring and at people. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that that's assault. You know what? You're you're fair game at that point. That you got yourself physically involved. All right. You're gonna you have like to these... deal with the consequences and repercussions. Yeah. Not. I'll say 99 times out of 100, the person that you're throwing something at is in better physical condition than you are, and you don't want them to show that to you. Hold on, Rich. That's not even right. Okay. Because say I was at ringside and I threw a drink at Chuck Taylor, it still wouldn't be right. Even if he sort of looks like me physically. He does sort of look like you physically, although I'd speculate given his... I would never ever do that because it's expensive. Of course. But given his current profession, I would just venture to guess he's probably... In better cardio shape than you are. No, he is. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Maybe. Probably. I'm boxing a lot. So you're still ducking me though. Um, not you literally. Get in the ring. I not not listen. literally. Right, not literally. This very ring behind that me, ring right there. Yes. I don't know ring, if I'm right, allowed right to use it. that yet. Well, talk to talk to Sean. I am. He's my dad. I mean, what? (laughs) What? Yeah, Adam Cole, baby. 
You think, see, that's what's wrong with people like that. You think everybody takes after, like, the, the father more. Listen, all right? some The future is female. Well, what? Maybe have... I look like my mother than I do my father. Maybe I'm an anomaly. <laughs> Maybe you are. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you are. All right. Last bit of news, unless something else comes up. Despite repeated, repeated warnings by the referee for hitting behind the head, holding and hitting, and nearly suplexing his opponent, Bobby Fish won his boxing debut with a second-round knockout from referee stoppage after his opponent, uh, Boateng. I didn't write his last name. I don't know why. Uh, probably because I can't say. Boateng. Oh, I thought his name was Boateng. Boateng. The, the announcer, no, Boateng is his first name. Oh, uh, the, I, I heard the announcers. Like no, the, I like heard the Bo announcers Space say Tang? his. No, it's Botang. Of the Botang clan. Yeah. Can we get past oh. the name? All right. It's just funny. Suffered. <laughs> suffered a shoulder injury. Was the last of that sentence that you couldn't let me finish. Well, I didn't know I was supposed to not make jokes. You know, even if we're on, though, we could still be funny and make jokes. We could be funny. Like, I like to finish a sentence that has Fuck only four sentences, words homie. left. Oh, Listen. oh, rated off for realness. Oh, we're not streaming live right now. <laughs> we're no, on my computer, still... and you're adding oh, more yeah. stuff for me to do by being like a cantankerous fucking fuddy-duddy right now. It's supposed to be fun. Get off my lawn. Yeah, like, what are you doing, man? Come on. All right. We don't work for a corporation. We work for each other. Well, ourselves we anyway. Mm -hmm. Get your head in True. the game. Let's go. All right. Focus. So that's um, second round KO. Um, I saw the finish. I don't know how this guy hurt his shoulder. The announcer speculated that maybe he like landed wrong. So I guess he was knocked down previously. Because the attempted suplex, he didn't complete. Like he put him down on his on his feet after the ref said, "Listen, this this isn't wrestling anymore. You can't suplex the guy." Well, he should have been disqualified right there. Oh, I guess he was giving him some leeway since in the boxing world nobody had ever heard of Bobby Fish, or I don't know if anyone like so this Boateng guy doesn't even have a Wikipedia page himself. Yeah, but like, how do you go boxing and not know what the fucking rules are? That doesn't make sense. You should know, damn it, you should know you can't do stuff like that. that. There's no excuses like, oh, I don't know how much he knows about boxing. We all know mm -hmm. you can't suplex people. It's not MMA. Yeah, it's one, it's much more one-dimensional. It's, you know, more rules, more uh, restrictions. You know what you should have did was told me to get it. We would have seen what you were talking about. Oh, sorry. Yeah, that's okay. You'll know for next time. Because now we can do visual things. I like, I'm not used to that. Well, you need to get used to the program so everybody else can get used to it. It's a new era. I've uh, used up the F bombs, though. So, all right. We only get like four. Mm -hmm. So, all right. I mean, you can Should... say fry. That's fine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's not, let's save full gear for later. Let's run through the WWE programming for the week. 
Not going to dwell too long on anything, of course. Just going to hit the highlights and stuff. Raw, just to quickly say, everything Theory did. Everything Austin Theory. Seth, the whole thing. All of it. Okay. Um, so I did my due diligence, and I lost it. But I got the thing, and then we can on to... What Austin Theory said. Um, about the um, action. And since we are just recording and not live, I can do whatever the hell I want. So I'm right. ready. And before that, I actually have something of ours uh, that I would like to put in to the... Uh, the uh the podcast or whatever. What's today's date? Nineteenth. All right, cool. Uh, All day, as they say. Yep. All day. Well, never mind. I exported it. So next time. All right. So this is what this is set up. This this is this is uh Kathy Kelly and Austin Theory and Austin Theory explains why. He um, cashed in. He explained his cash in of the uh, money in the bank briefcase. So, just give me a second. Okay. Um, here. And then here. Because you see, I was. Can you hear it? To be the next yes. thing. And hey, what the hell, bandwidth? That on day one, and I did. He's he's proved it on day one, guys. Expectation. What did I do? I outgrew the ceiling of being the next big thing. Oh, let me close everything else. I think I have too many YouTube. I I set everything up to hold of the franchise. And people continue to hate on me till this day because of that. Why? Because they can't relate. Hold on. I'm going to lower the. and the whole it's world, as low as it gets. The 144p, baby. A person like me and wants <laughs> to see me fail. Damn it. All right. Wants to see me fall short of the expectation. That's- All right. So basically you get it, right? <laughs> Fuck. Why is this happening to me? <laughs> I just want it to be good. Well, listen. You can't get good without trying. And this is trying. I yeah. appreciate your effort. So basically, he's like, "Listen, man, you know, maybe I can get more alive than I ever have." Let's talk about it. Let's talk about that briefcase. Let's talk about that money in the bank contract. It was an anchor on Austin Theory. Look at Roman Reigns. Nobody's been able to touch him in the past two years. No one. And has he looked vulnerable? Well, whenever he does, which is rarely, the bloodline's there. See, what Austin Theory here is spitting facts. If you listen to last week's episode of the Basement Booker's podcast. Uh, Which he obviously did. Very handsome uh, Basement Booker was trying to convince y'all that this might be a good thing. Uh, that it, that the, the briefcase that itself might have been an albatross on Theory's neck. And uh, the... Rich Torres was like, "Listen, you, why why do you do that with the with the United States Championship? What? But what about why not of this? It's like he's already telling you, and it's just it's a lot of people. Like, listen, this guy, he's got the bloodline. Like, no matter what I do, 
You know what I'm saying? And then mm-hmm. he's going to go in and talk about the other reasons. Like, this is a very solid three minutes. And anybody that was crapping on the cash-in is, is, on Monday is already proven incorrect. And that's the difference between uh, the current era and what was before. Because you're like, how long do I have to wait? But it's like right away the next week, there's the development there. Right. So. Mm-hmm. Look at my cash-ins. I tried at SummerSlam. Brock Lesnar was there. Clash at the Castle, Tyson Fury was there. And if they weren't there, the bloodline certainly would have been. Roman Reigns is unstoppable, and that scenario of me cashing in, it doesn't exist. So what did I do? What did I put in my brain and decide to do? I thought, what is the best thing to do after this? And that is going after one of the greatest champions of this past decade. See right here. Why go after the United States Championship? Because of the person who holds it. Not just because of the championship itself, but the person who holds it, which is Seth Rollins, as he was going to say, before he was so rudely interrupted. Mm. Seth Rollins. And where was he? On his back, in the middle of that ring I had him beat. A-Town down and Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley pulled me out of that ring and mauled me like a madman. But if it wasn't for him, I would be a two-time United States champion right now, and I would have had the greatest cash-in. Worst cash-in ever. All right. I disagree because John Cena told CM Punk when it was going to happen. Right? Yeah. There's always that. Baron Corbin cashed in on Jinder Hall and got John Cena. Mm-hmm. And people forget about Damian Sandow, who was also a Money in the Bank briefcase holder. So, I don't... I think it's far the worse. It's just that this is a guy that made a lot of enemies. He made, a, he made an enemy out of Lashley, who was just angry as hell. Mm-hmm. You know, he sprayed baby oil in his eyes. Look, we all remember this. So. Was Sandow the the uh, the Hershey bar briefcase one? I believe he had the chocolate covered briefcase, yes. Yeah, okay. Um, like, I I have... I only vaguely remember that feud. So I, know, so the, I think... Hmm. Was it Cena that threw it into, like, a lake or the ocean or something? It's a long time ago, so I'm going to say oh, yes. Um, all right, so we don't have to uh, go into this anymore because we do have the other highlight later, uh, Dolph Ziggler encountering theory. Uh, mm-hmm. in the, so um, it's not directly after this, right? You had more stuff before we got to that because that was the highlight. I just had the video. Uh, you, you talking about the pummeling that wasn't a match? Yeah. Oh, it was, it was a match, but the ref stopped it. Mm-hmm. He's just like I can't, I can't do it. The refs like I can't do this anymore. Yeah. So, so, so Ziggler, uh, he has immediately regretted his decision. Uh, I think so. I, we don't need to go further in. We got what his explanation was. Mm-hmm. I think. Or was there more to yeah. this? Did you want? Was there more to it than you wanted to see? No, that that was all. I just I like that. I like the um, I like the story they're telling here. I hope that it does pan out. 
positive for Theory and he ends up in a better place than he was before the money in the bank. Yeah, I hope so too. Mm-hmm. Um, only time he, will tell on that one. Yeah, you're you're kind of like you're kind of riding a line there where it's easy to fall off after. Like, okay, this was a great night for Theory. It was a it was a it was a very strong promo explaining why he cashed in on the U.S. champ. He had the match slash beatdown against the guy that called him out on it. So that was a strong follow up to losing the money in the bank cash in that needs to continue. Ultimately, he needs to get something out of this. One week is will not be enough, but this is a good start. That's what I want to say about that. Yeah, that's that. But the, the big difference is that it's this was immediately after. Right. Like normally with Vince or like it would be would take a while people like what's going on or like stuff that like doesn't make a lot of sense will happen in between before you get to something like this Mm -hmm. so at least that's what i think stuff that stars do to make vince laugh sure so yeah he's done selfieing uh you know he's gonna go full beard up this Mm -hmm. dude's try to that i think like i think h is trying to turn him into a little triple h over here Maybe. Super, yeah, we'll see, right? Mm-hmm. Well, Theory did win a bodybuilding competition when he was like 18 or 19 or something. Well, you know, it's it's a lot of dudes that do that, right? That come into wrestling. Like, um, just the competitions probably. in general. But, like, you know, obviously, he's a body guy. Um, mm-hmm. Triple H loves body guys. So does Vince. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just how it is. Uh, if people don't know what a body guy is, I'd say John Cena's a body guy. Mm-hmm. I'd say Theory's a body guy. Um, you could go back to Hulk Hogan, Ultimate Warrior, Macho Bruno. Man, San Martino. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like the, the the dudes that just look amazing, you know. Yep, body guy. Mm-hmm. So those are actually all the highlights I have from Raw. I guess an honorable mention would be. Dana Brooks explanation of, you know, why she was so upset about uh, Nikki Cross taking her title and throwing it in the trash. Should I, you want to, is that important? I can get it. Uh, no, like I said, it was, it was an honorable mention only because like, I don't, I feel like in three hours of a show, it's, uh, it's a little weird to only have two things to talk about, and even though those two things were directly related, so it was more like one and a half. I found it. Let me play it real quick. Go just for to it. like, you know, for everybody. So this time I'm just mm-hmm. going to share the damn screen instead of just a tab. All right, share system audio. Keep that checked off. Okay, so. Hey! <laughs> so it's here. Dana, last week after Nikki Cross defeated you to win the 24-7 championship, she literally disposed of the title like a piece of trash. How do you respond to something like that? She's taking off her glasses. I've shown up and I have shown out. Shown what out exactly? Out every single damn day. And I have worked extremely hard for everything I've had including that 24-7 title. And seeing Nikki Cross just throw it in the trash, 
everything I work for. It was painful. I have defended and I have elevated that title with every single fiber in my body because I was proud to wear that gold around my waist. I was proud to call myself a champion. So if Nikki okay, bro. and Damage Control want to waltz in here and disrespect my hard work, they have a... All right. Uh, that's enough about that. Um, let me stop sharing my screen here. <laughs> um, stop. There we go. So, better promo than we're used to getting from Dana Brooke. I'd say it's I, a better I, I, promo, I, I, mm -hmm. but it's wasted on a 24-7 championship. Like, the 24-7 championship is not a de facto mid-cards women's championship because a woman was allowed to use it. And, you know, like, as, as, as she is stating elevated, which... Mm -hmm. I don't know what that entails. Is it because she did that there were actual matches for it? Like when she did the most, did she do the most actual defense and actual matches as opposed to the whole running around chase by referees deal? You know, that's or I'm a little confused. That's I don't know, but I so, think. Uh, I, th I think you're right to sort of like question partic in particular that wording. I'm sorry to interrupt you there. Um, no, it's okay. I was just making sure I got everything out first. Yeah. But I feel like, well, A, to counter your point, that's the only gold she's held in WWE. So that being the only gold she's held, I feel like that's where that's all coming from. It's like, you know, she worked really hard for that and to, to, to get it and then to keep it and to – you know, for everything that she did and it gave her something to do. And that, I feel like that's where it was coming from. And I feel like that promo was a lot of it was, or maybe all of it, I don't know, was in her own words. And I think that's probably why it, it sounded more natural, which is why to, at least to me, it came across better. Speaking of more natural, every time I see data Brooke over the butt, she's always different. Like she just looks yeah, physically different. Mm -hmm. So, oh, what that is, uh, maybe it's just magic, but uh, yeah, there's uh, a lot of changes um, going on, you know? Mm -hmm. Which is all right. Anything else from Raw for you? There was Judgment Day, there was uh, I mean, Bianca, Finn Balor did have a grace against Seth Rollins, mm -hmm. but he was never gonna get the job done. I think the United States title bit is going to be between Theory and Rollins. I think, I think Rollins probably loses the belt to Theory at Survivor Series if they do a match. Because this looks like what they're building to. Um, yeah. They're baby-facing Rollins. Mm -hmm. And the only other issue I had was... That I'm sitting here watching Fury beat up Seth Rollins. And all I could do with this, please, please break his nose. Please break his nose. Please break his nose. Because <laughs> every time he get him up and do the A-Town down, like his face is hitting his knee. Mm -hmm. Rollins. And I'm like, this would be awesome if Austin Theory broke the United States champion Seth Rollins' nose 
just like, like Seth, did Seth Rollins, basement Jar off, and then, mm-hmm. uh, you know, yes, he broke the face that runs the place. Is what Seth Rollins had was going around saying. And it would have been so awesome if that happened again, but I guess if it did happen again, it would have been legit. So I don't want uh, Becky Lynch's baby daddy slash husband's nose broken for real. Mm-hmm. I'm fine. John Cena was fine. So. Yeah. Bill's character. Uh, we, we don't want to see injuries, but we do like the poetic justice. Yeah. What goes around comes around. Yeah. Weird. There you go. Dude. Yep. Moving on to NXT. Uh, highlight. This is what I'll say is a good try, but uh, needs to work on the delivery. Zoe Stark. Uh, she basically explained why she turned on Nikita Lyons. She's done carrying her. She was out for nine months, came back. She told the whole story. And she, she shared some inside stuff to sort of like add to the backstory how she was asked to team with Nikita Lyons to, you know, fight for the WWE women's tag titles. Uh, the cursed NXT women's tag titles. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, both titles. <laughs> Cursed. Right? There you go. <laughs> so, uh, good effort in trying to deliver a promo. I feel like it's, again, better than we had gotten previously. I want to see her working at it more. Yeah. I thought um, the, I, the, the, reason, the reasonings were good. The reasonings made sense. And what she said was good. She just has to improve. She's on the, the hunter. Make it more natural. Yeah. She's she has to make hunter. it more natural. She has to put more of herself into it. She's the hunter, Hurst Helmsley, in this operation. Yeah. Because everyone's a prey now. She's, she's oh, on so the hunt. Is that going to be a parking lot match? And she's going to, like, throw her face first into the car window? No. But I think the reason that HBK loves these is because of that. Like we discussed previously, you just can't get past uh, tag teams just imploding. Mm-hmm. I um, mean, obviously, it started with the Rockers. You know, maybe maybe Zoe Starks is tired of helping Nikita take those booty picks. She's just tired of it. She just wants to be a tag team wrestling champion or something. But now she yeah. doesn't because she never wanted. She just wants to be the, the one man. The mm-hmm. woman, that's what the you want. You don't want to, you, you don't want to be in some team with some. Mm-hmm. If this was Sesame Street, Albatross would be the word of the day or something. Or like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's Albatross. This thick Albatross around your neck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is thick with two C's. Yes, in this hell case. yeah, hell yeah. That's all I had to say about that. Okay, so a greenish highlight, meaning good but not great. We had Indus Share basically explaining why they attacked the Creeds and all of that. So good. I like the explanation. It made sense. Uh, the reason for Sanga's apparent heel turn. So that was good. What I didn't love was the follow-up to that. The immediately after was a backstage. Uh, sorry, in the Diamond Mine Dojo, uh, the Creed's reacting to it, which 
Uh, like the creeds got the the creeds need to improve on their delivery, and then Ivy Nile and I. I'll say this: I don't think Ivy Nile. All right, number okay. Follow Careful. me. Careful, this is a cheetah. It's not. <laughs> it's scared. not. No, no, no. Yeah. Oh, oh Ivy Nile would would rip me apart, even though she's like she's my height. She weighs less than me, but her BMI is like one fortieth of mine. She would destroy me in a second. But anyway, the way she was delivering her lines, she sounds super sweet and innocent and everything, right? That's great. I feel like it didn't quite like the sweet, innocent delivery didn't quite match what she was saying. Not that what she was saying was heelish at all because it wasn't. It just it made it come off too gentle. I think okay. you're looking for loot of a shot inside of her, buddy. You're not gonna no, get no, that. No. <laughs> no. Um I'll say just comparatively, I feel like her delivery was more believable when she was a heel. Sure. And I, I, f- I feel like that's, that's just a common theme among newer talent. You're looking for – sorry, I'm leaning back. And my it's all right. You're just, confused. You're just disappearing freaking me out. <laughs> what? I, I feel like the like newer talent needs to find that niche of believability. They have to take enough of themselves to put it into their own words, what they're trying to say, and make it work for the story. And make it believable. Well, they're right about one thing, you know. That they're movie stars in India in the share. Yeah. So, like, they are right in that. That's how they're treated, where they're from. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a very like a lot of people identify with that when you come in from somewhere. And you come to America and it's like, you know, it doesn't often work out too good for you. Mm -hmm. If you think about like, you look at these guys, you know, Veer was coming forever. He came and then he just went. All over Uh, Rey Mysterio. Just like a yo daddy went to get some cools. I'll see y'all. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you. Um, but wow, yeah, bro. I I do the old school jokes because I'm old. Uh, 90s. Uh, Listen, Mm -hmm. so (laughs) these guys they're super famous, and you know, have to show people what's good because it's just easier to get over here if you're from here. I think Mm -hmm. Um, it's just easier. And sure. look at the Jinder Bahals of the world, the great colleagues of the world. You know, hopefully these dudes don't wind up. The only dance that they do is like, off of somebody with their feet, you know, like stomping. Yep. I hope they become the champions. Yeah, these guys could kind of be like uh, the India version of I have. Oh, AOP. Or. Mm-hmm. They could just be them. They could be them. I know. I know. <laughs> I hear you. I'm saying like the level of dominance. Yeah, but the difference being these guys could talk for themselves, which is a big oh, yeah. plus. Mm-hmm. 
That's already well, I, an advantage they have over like a great Kali, for instance. Yeah, I don't remember um or Ava any or of the big guys in Prince Nana Nabubu's okay. team or whatever. <laughs> the embassy. Yes, there you go. I was close. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Prince Nana. I don't know if na, he has na, last na, name. Da. Hey, goodbye. <laughs> All righty. Next highlight, big green highlight, as always, Mandy Rose. I will say it right here and right now. I even said it like two weeks ago when I forgot our rule that you have to be champ. If Mandy had lost her title, she would probably be, almost definitely be, the Basin Booker's uh, TV champion. She's gonna you, you're gonna take it away, Haley, who really yeah. only has it because there's no one else better right now to give it to. Correct. And that's not even her fault. It's not. You no. Know? And I gotta say, if if damage control's team doesn't win at war games, what is the point of you? Right. What is the point of you? You all you have the advantage because you're a unit. Mm-hmm. Even yeah, if the, you have a Nikki Cross in there. And I love this. Yeah. This should be to further elevate Eosky and Dakota Kai. Because, yes, they're the, they're the WWE Women's Tag Team Champions two-time now, by the way. Yeah. Um, But still, I, th- I feel like in the eyes of the more casual WWE fan that, like, doesn't watch NXT or whatever, it's kind of like, who? Oh yeah, them. It's ba- uh, Bailey's new girls. They they need to establish. They need to continue to establish themselves. I left it off raw, like I, mainly because they thought they were gonna do like Rhea Ripley's on a team. Mm-hmm. So of course, Mia Yim's gonna be on the other team, right? Like she should be. Mm-hmm. So that only makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um. Anywho. Do you have anything right, so, NXT notes? Uh, that's what we were talking yeah, about. Yes. The Mandy, and she's still, still the champ, so she can't be our champ. Still the champ. So, right. So I have a green highlight for the debut of Isla Dawn. I've been a fan since first seeing her in NXT UK. I, I yeah, really that like was a minus her. for me. She messed with my girl, Alba Fire, but I was only okay because it helped Mandy, who's an actual friend of mine. Uh, we met before. I don't know if you know this. You know, when I met Paige and Sonya and Kathy Kelly, but whatever. Right. <laughs> so, Isla Dawn, good stuff. I I have, I like, I hope. All right. I, I'm going to say one thing. I don't like what they're doing with Alba Fire. I feel like they're going a little too far out of the box with this. Like, they're, they're trying to, like, redo her character completely different from when she was Kaylee Ray. And I feel like all, all they need to do is change the name and it would have worked fine. Like she was kind of like this hardcore queen from ICW and the whole nine and everything, but like the fire gimmick. All right, cool. But you know, like kidnapping, I guess that's like NXT's thing now, kidnapping or whatever. But Isla Dawn, I'm glad. I'm glad to see her getting getting the spotlight on her. I hope it continues for her. I think she's very good. 
Um, thick accent, which we'll hear next week, probably. Yeah. The, 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 the thick Scottish. Like, like if you think uh, Dewdrop is tough to understand, boy, wait till you hear Isla Dawn. All right. So I, I like that. I thought, it was, I thought it was a good match. Good way to protect Alba Fire, by the way, also. Uh, I think they feuded in UK. But my memory is terrible, and I didn't actually really watch religiously. As is known, because, you know, only so many hours in the day, days in the week, all nine. What did you think There's of the seven match? days in a week. That's right. That's, that many. That, that, was, that was me letting y'all know I know. Um, yes. I thought it was fine. I thought it would... I guess part of me thought maybe she would win, but it's like, oh, because she's doing this now. So Mm -hmm. I don't know if switching it to Mandy would be expedient anyway. It doesn't make, I mean, switching it from her to Alba Fire, I don't think, I think I find the the, the way it went. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mandy's been dominant. There's no need to change it. The whole thing was supposed to get you thinking that she could win because usually, oh, okay. Usually, um, I'm sorry, I was distracted by a private conversation uh, with you. Um, usually, if they do that, it's like, oh, she doesn't have any help. Mm-hmm. So that means that um she could lose and then mm-hmm. oh, here's a secret person and all that stuff um mm-hmm. anyhow um i i wouldn't worry too much it's, it's safe locally so it's not cool. um it's because it's, it's at, while this is happening little inside baseball when you run a potato computer it's like it's down it's saving the file on video and audio separate because the podcast is audio still for Mm -hmm. the basement book of verse and it's still this so you know Mm -hmm. i don't know we'll see what happens um but i don't know i what's next like do we even know if this if this person is she on She's not on Mandy's side. She's after Alba Fire, right? We don't know, really. But I think that's what it's going to wind up being. Yeah, my, my I speculate that... I think it's, it's personal. It's, yeah, it's mainly to continue the uh, Alba Fire Isla Dawn feud. And Mandy will move on to defend against someone else. So you could put your subtitles on for when they do the promo against each other. Yeah. You can know what they're saying. And hope it's not like Pikey and Snatch, and it's just all question marks. I I I think captioning has gotten a little bit more sophisticated, and I'm really hoping so because I need that content. <laughs> so. All right, uh, we had Michaels, your buddy over there, announce a new type of match: the Iron Survivor Challenge. Got the rules here: uh, five competitors will compete. In the 25-minute match, uh, two competitors start. Every five minutes, a new superstar enters with the goal to score the most falls in 25 minutes. When someone wins a pinfall, they get a point. 
if they lose a fall, they go into a penalty box for 90 seconds. This is going to be a little chaotic. Um, I wonder if two people start and every five minutes a new uh, competitor entering is a little bit of a hat on a hat kind of thing. It might be a little much. Cause that's... I think as long as they make it not confusing and stick to the rules, you know, like follow what you're saying, it'd be fine, I think. Yeah, but if they if they insist on doing that, then I think because those are long intervals, that's 15 minutes before the last person enters the match. And they're not saying if it's 25 minutes from the time that the last person enters or if it's 25 minutes total. So if it's 25 minutes total, that third person only gets 10 minutes to try and score more pinfalls than everyone else. But they are that much fresher. Um, So... I don't know. I I kind of feel like those are, those are pretty long intervals, and that could be a sticking point for people. Or maybe that would be the story going. Oh, I only I didn't have a lot of time to get that many pitfalls. I see. Well, I'm. I it's one thing to hear the explanation, mm-hmm. but it's another thing to see it actually. Right. Also, so. given. Given that the person that goes in last has the advantage of being fresher, but the disadvantage of having only 10 minutes, I wonder if they're going to have matches to determine the entry order. Or if it's going to be like Rumble and you just draw numbers. You gotta do the tumbler and you pick a ball out. Okay. They're doing, uh, doing bingo. Well, they did that for the Rumble at one point. Well, like... yeah. You- they were backstage. I think this was a Stephanie one. It was like the gold, like a golden thing. And it mm-hmm. had like a crank on the end. Maybe Bischoff was in that segment or something. Yeah. I don't know. It, it's They've done that a couple though. times. Yeah. Well, They've I'm, I'm just going, calling back to the last thing I remember. Mm-hmm. And the last highlight I have for NXT besides Isla Dawn, which was already discussed, if we talk chronologically, uh, was the Indy Hartwell Tatum Paxley match. Uh, I it was a little sloppy. I think Tatum yeah. was a little Tatum was a little slow getting into position for a few things. You know, but I thought you said NXT is for learning. It is. So at least they're not doing it on a pay per view or premium right. live event or whatever. Premium live event. Um, <laughs> I'm glad. I, I I do like the character development from Indy Hartwell though. Well, if she's not developing a character, like a different character at this point, mm-hmm. we got an issue here. Yeah. Because it's not like she's there for five minutes. Right. Right. So I'm glad she's showing growth because she, like, she's always had potential. And she has, like with her height and long legs, she kind of fills a niche that, a lot of other uh, females in WWE don't really have right now, except maybe Raquel Rodriguez, but she's more of a powerhouse, like she's a tall back. powerhouse. Yeah, and Raquel. With the, yeah, she but she might stop. Have you ever seen Bianca Belair's back when she's working out? Yeah, it's kind of ridiculous. Well, Bianca like, Belair's a beast. I'm just saying, like. When you got somebody who, if they did that, they would just shame you into, a, into like non-existence. 
yeah. You know, hopefully she doesn't do it like by accident on TV. People are like, hey, why is why happening? She's just better at it. <laughs> well, maybe if and when Raquel ever turns heel, which please do that. Come on. She's better as a heel. Um, and she feuds against Bianca. She'd be like, yeah, let me see, let me see that back. All right, let's have a pose off. Bam! You know? Yeah. All right. Also, uh, Roxanne Perez, I feel like they're writing her as like, just to, like, just to compare, not saying she is the new this person, but she's being written similarly to this person was back in the day, the original Bailey character. All goody goody. Oh, you could have heard her. Wrestling. There's a storyline here, though, because mm-hmm. remember when she's got a she's going to get she's going to eventually get the awakening that I think it's the background that's doing this. That's why it's chopping you on my end, because my computer's not as strong as yours. Um, Guys, I know people listening and they get mad at me, but I'm, I'm trying. So with the whole bit where she's like talking to Indy Hartwell and trying to be friends and whatever, and Indy's trying to tell, listen, you you can't be doing that. And like, you talking to me like this proves that you don't get what's happening here. And I mm-hmm. think these two are go- this these two things are going to come back around. Mm-hmm. And eventually, Roxanne's going to learn, you know, the true meaning, you know, like having, that it's not, it's not, it's a business. It's not a friendshipness or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like mm-hmm. that thing that Booker T be always saying and Corey Graves be saying, like these guys say, you know, she's learned that mm-hmm. the hard way. And that's what this is setting it up for. Like you seeing her as his goody two shoes, white meat baby face. Let's help each other out, whatever. But dog eat dog. It's mm-hmm. it's an ego business and you can't be the tag team NXT women's champion because it's a right. singles title. And there's only mm-hmm. five at the top of the mountain. That mm-hmm. kind of shit. Or not. And it's just, I'm wasting my time. But who knows? You know, it could be anything. And, yeah. And theoretically, you did not become a pro wrestler to make friends. Yes. Before, unless there was anything else you wanted to talk about NXT, uh, before no. we move on from NXT, I, I noticed you got a, you got a, you got a, you got a pin on your shirt there. What's up with that? Oh, well, I've been hanging around, you know, here backstage. You know, I made uh-huh. some new friends. You know, we really? just hang out. Yeah. Talk, I'm talking friend. to the Schism Boys. No, I talk to Joe Gacy a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, we talk a lot, and. uh He's saying a lot of things are starting to make a lot of sense. So, you know, it's just, you know, just small talk. He's not asking me to join no cult or anything, you know. Just talking about, you know, being complete and, you know, surrendering to the fuck. You know, I don't know. I used up the last the last F-bomb on the podcast. So, sorry, guys. Um, mm. But, yeah. Um, no, I can't today. I'm doing a thing with my friend. All right. Anyway, sorry. Just got to. We're going to go spread the good word with pamphlets and whatnot. But, you know, we'll see. But I got this button, so that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And it get me to do anything weird or nothing. So, 
Oh, well, that's good. As long as that continues, as long as they continue to not ask you to do anything weird. No, no weird stuff for me. Well, good. more than usual. Right. <laughs> okay. Uh, smack down. We had the opening segment. They were feeling broody. Yeah, I was. That's. Eh. I didn't highlight it, but you know, can't not mention it because it was silly. It was silly, and it was the the the, the punchline was predictable. We'll get to that. But Ricochet versus Ali, good match as I expected. Um, Ali was selling a rib injury the whole match, which was very good. Well, the story was Ricochet was like, listen, man, you don't have this, you know, Mm -hmm. because we didn't talk about Raw, but Bobby Lashley destroyed him. And -hmm. that's why his ribs are taped up. Yep. So people might be saying, oh, he's buried in this and he's not. He's on a journey. Mm hmm. He's on a journey right now. He's on a journey like Austin Theory's on a journey. He's on a journey like Roxanne's on a journey. Mm-hmm. He's on a journey like Baron Corbin should be on, but he's fucking not. I used another one. All right, we're, <laughs> we're minus one in the in the in the jar. But um, mm-hmm. but don't don't worry. When we get to full gear, uh, for some reason it's gonna go perfectly smoothly and clippable. So, um, we'll be on our best behavior for that one. Um, but I, I, I wouldn't count out him just yet because I think this is going somewhere. That whole thing for no reason, him and Ricochet. And I did kind of think, I thought maybe Ali would get Ricochet to tap after catching him like that. I thought that would have been pretty cool. I guess there, there's something different that they want to do with that. And they'll, they'll do it the other way. Yeah, I feel like it's one thing to have to face someone who you like and respect in a match and they're injured. Uh, It would be another thing. I feel like it would be heelish for Ricochet to have used a submission hold that focuses on the ribs or back or abdomen at all on Mustafa Ali because of that. So... As far as the journey that Ali is on, I believe in it. I'm following it. I'm here for it. Um, everything Ali has done on his own, like all the social media stuff, I've been a fan of. I, I said, just take the reins off of him. Let him do what he wants to do. He obviously has a passion for this. He has a vision that he's trying to work towards. And I feel like, even if this isn't exactly his vision, I feel like he's invested in it. And it's going to go somewhere positive for him. I'm I'm here for it. If if it turns into a heel, an ultimate heel turn for him, and we maybe eventually get the Mustafa Ali that he wanted to bring to TV, that he was building with those social media promos that he was doing, then fantastic. If this is some different vision that Triple H has that we're working towards. I'm here for it. I feel like I'm getting the impression that Triple H is behind this vision. Whether, like, regardless of whose idea it is. I feel like he's invested in it. And as long as I get more Ali on TV time, this is good. Yeah, I agree. For sure. 
Uh, next highlight might surprise you. Uh, if you look through my highlights, I highlighted only one name in a whole segment, and that was Emma in the uh, the the gorilla position segment she had with Mad Cat Moss. I hated all of that. It was cringe. Tell me why. AF. Yeah. Because okay. I knit together. I know they're a couple. That's mm-hmm. why it's stupid. And mm-hmm. I guess, yeah, like, this is what we do here. So I can't not know this. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's why I'm like, oh, they're doing this. You know, and obviously they're setting it up for her, her to be the counter for Scarlet. And for some reason, Madcap gets a feud with Cross. Is that what we're doing? Because this can't be over now. No, it's not. There's no way. But I highlighted Emma because, yes, I know they're in a relationship, but I feel like everything about everything she did felt completely natural. And that's something we. Right. And that's fine. But, like, that's something that her character didn't have previously. Which, you know, is the, the stupid thing that you loved. You loved the bubbles and you loved the so, dance. I, I like that. I like the bubbles. Because she's popping them, you know, with the hand and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's a, you, she's a good hand. She know? is. She's a good hand. She, I mean, her finisher was the Moonalock. Come on. Yeah, we need the Candice LeRae's and the Emma's of the world. You know, it makes the wrestling go round. You can't have a bunch of Charlotte's out there. Yeah, she, I mean, she, I mean, she could be a future SmackDown Women's Champion. Yes, so can Dana Brooke. There's opportunities for everyone in this new land of opportunity. They're taking it very seriously now. Mm-hmm. Remember, SmackDown used to be what, like, I think what Steph had SmackDown was like the land of opportunity or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> something allegedly. like that. Yeah. Like, but, like one of her, she's a heel, like, so not really. <laughs> right. Next highlight was Bray and L.A. Knight, of course. The whole thing, all of it. So in the segment, Bray Wyatt comes out. You know, the, my relationship with Bray Wyatt right now is I feel like Homerson, and there's a bit where like. I think the Yakuza are attacking someone in their house or whatever, or in front of their house or whatever. They're going to have a fight with ninjas. And like mm-hmm. this dude in a nice mm-hmm. white suit, and he's just standing there with his hands in his pockets. Mm-hmm. And he's like, and Marge wants him to get inside. And he's like, but there's a guy out there with his hands in his pockets, and he's mm-hmm. just standing there, and he's no, he's going to do something. Come on. It's Orange Cassidy. And he's going to... You're gonna miss it, and it's like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm like, do something, <laughs> anything. Mm-hmm. Like, you're talking to you. I was telling my wife, I'm like, if I did this, I would just record myself. I would just record myself ranting and raving by myself because it's the mm-hmm. same freaking thing. He's got his edge lord music that will takes forever and a day to get somewhere. <laughs> you know what it kinds me of when it's starting? It's kind of like. You know how you go to a show and if the show's like about to start and it's like mm-hmm. it's like a melody going into a thing and then it's like oh th- then the lights start to come up and it's like oh it's corn disturbed or whatever you know mm-hmm. that's what I was that's that feels like 
Mm-hmm. And the reason I can say this is because I've always said this is designed, especially when I'm like, there's that stupid doorway again. This is designed <laughs> for the audience that's mm-hmm. there. There is a difference. And it's like, it's like, hold on a second. Did you sign up to be a professional wrestler or a spiritual leader? Like, are you trying to reach hearts and minds? Are you trying to become the champion? Mm-hmm. Are you trying to get me somebody that I can relate to? Another lunatic? It doesn't help me. He's paying his own still path, a lunatic. Man. I get it, man. He's <laughs> on a journey. He's mm-hmm. been on a journey, my man. Bray Wyatt's got the most journeys. <laughs> and I, I am here. Okay? I'm here mm-hmm. for it. I get it. It's not lost on me that you are, you know, you're, 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 you're over here in your Chris Jericho shirt. You're, 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 you're paying homage to a low show. You know what I'm saying? Missed opportunity. They, they should make the next Jericho shirt. Jericho Jer- Ocho. Och- Jer- Ocho. How do you know that's not in the pipe? Well, they, all they could do with, with the ROH logo. Since hopefully the is the after ROH tonight, time. we don't have to worry about that. Right. Um, so, yep, that's uh, that. That's all I had to say. I think. On, on thanks that for the reminder that that's. Wyatt. Yeah, and thanks for the reminder that that's tonight because we should uh, speed this along. Because I'm trying. We got full gear. All right. Uh, <laughs> next thing. This was a little out of place. Duso is going up to Karrion Cross, asking if he's the fifth member of uh, Team McIntyre and Bro- Team Broody. I guess we will call them. I I feel like that was weird. Stop calling them the Team Broody because I keep telling you they have the Mad Lads. All right? They're the Mad Mad Lads. lads. Mad Lads Mm -hmm. and Kevin Owens. The biggest non-surprise to everyone. Like, that's the guy you encounter the honorary ooze. Mm -hmm. Kevin Owens. All right? And all of that was amazing. Did what you failed to mention was that Jay Uso was broken yet again by Sami Zayn. It's the back, it's in the long segment where it's the Usos, it's Solo, it's Sammy, and like, you know. Yeah, Jay was upset at Sammy for making the guarantee that they were going to win. Exactly. When they like, what are you doing, man? He's like, yeah, mm-hmm. but I believe in us or whatever. And Jay's like, Jimmy's like, we can't be worrying about that, man. And then when, when Sammy leaves and he comes back in to talk to Jimmy and they do shake, mm-hmm. Jay dips <laughs> off to the side and he's mm. <laughs> he did the thing and he came back serious. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't notice. All right. Well, I'm going to have to get that because it's very important that you see that. So okay. it's going to be like the JFK thing back and to the left. <laughs> So we'll do all right. Uh, Jay Uso, a bloodline backstage. Smackdown. All right, so it'll be like here it is. So I'm gonna share it right now. Yeah. Hopefully by uh, there we go. So this is it. Now watch here. Watch closely. What you talking about? Mm-hmm. Now? Huh? I know you're not dumb enough to go out there. 
and guarantee W's at War Games. We won't even know who their fifth member is, bro. What, what did I do wrong this time? Tell, tell me what was wrong about what I did. All I did is go out there and say we're going to win. Are you saying that we're not going to win? Man, I know we're going to win. Okay, so what's the problem? Because you only need to be no, running uh, your listen, mouth. You, my, my dog. My dog. Let me tell you <laughs> my dog. <laughs> listen, bro. We need to be on the same page, all right? Roman is on the way. We need to be on the same page before we get here. Right. Take a chill pill, all right? Yeah. Chill. Yeah, chill. I'm I'm chill. I am. Right, take a breath, Sammy. Just, just chill, bro. Listen, all right? Yeah. Yeah. Cool right. down, bro. Cool. Yeah, chill. Go cool chill. it down. Okay. Cool it down. Yeah. Now, Sammy leaves. Hey, Uzi, you don't need mm -hmm. to worry about him, bro. We got bloodline business to handle tonight, and we need to figure out who the fifth member is. Sammy's gonna come back. Get ready. Now watch Jay. There he goes. Then he picks up. There you go. I wonder if that wasn't planned because Solo filled in the gap. Yeah. And I know this kind. This there. There's a rule where you don't walk in front of someone. On camera. Mm. See, I had to see it. So <laughs> now you mm. know. This is beneficial to that. I so. love it. I. I'll have a fix next Man. week to the lag issues. I've already figured out what the culprit is. So excellent. Excellent. Yeah. So well, once again, Sami Zayn, the Basement Booker's Television Champion, proving his worth in the bloodline. Uh, Basement Booker, World Television Champion. That's right. World. I was I was shortening. I was shortening. That's what I'm she short, said. So I like things to be short. All right. Yep. Uh, next up was the uh, Imperium Braun New Day brawl and match. Good stuff. Uh, you boy, I, I feel like this is the pattern, and you were right. Ludwig Kaiser eating the pin once again. Yeah. I don't like... Uh, Gunter running away from Braun like that. Yeah, that that was... to me was his mystique was just ruined for me. Mm -hmm. Like the, the run from anybody, get out of here. Unless yeah. it was to trick him, which it wasn't. Yeah, I uh, I yeah. didn't like that part. Um, that's yeah. questionable. Unless they're kind of just adding a, a little like a little wrinkle to the character, a little more. Just another layer of, okay, he could be non-stoic. He could also be, you know, concerned about a monster. The rake general does not retreat. Right. Basically. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, and then I, I like the main event. And we had the whole post-match everything. It was uh, Butch defeating Sami Zayn with the bitter end to advance in the SmackDown World Cup on Fox, which is the full proper name. Apparently it's because of the doing. World Cup. They're trying yeah. to capitalize. Yeah, story about that. Mm -hmm. It's in Qatar, the World Cup this year, right? The soccer one. Mm -hmm. Obviously, not the Fox World Cup back or whatever. So... Two days before, they banned alcohol at the World Cup. Mm -hmm. Could you imagine? Like, 
two days before, that means, like, in order to get to the World Cup and stuff, you know, that costs a lot, right? That's travel. You don't live out. You go out there to watch soccer and stuff. You don't know this, but a lot of folks know this. They like to get drunk, all right? That's what makes it fun. Ole, 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 you know? And now they don't get alcohol. So that's, mm-hmm. woo. You know, you person. You don't yeah, get different it. kind of riots over there. Yeah, so it'll be fine. But I just thought that was something interesting. For a couple yeah, of so, so then we had the uh, non-surprising surprise of Kevin Owens. Yeah, he's, he's done the tribal chief, and uh, now he signed his own death warrant, which, yeah. which is a shame. I like Kevin Owens. Yet, mm-hmm. he has a but so does the tribal chief. That's right. I feel like the tribal chief feeds some more mouths than Sami Zayn does. I mean, uh, Kevin Owens. Yeah. So I meant. Sorry. No, of course it is. <laughs> uh, so let's move along um, because there's like a lot of stuff to talk about. And Okey-doke. full gear is in a couple of hours. It is. Um. Uh, so let's just talk about uh, Full Gear rather than all the uh, highlights and everything. Uh, full Gear, we have the – there's going to be a pre-show. Uh, we got for the World Championship El- Eliminator Tournament semifinals, Brian Cage versus Ricky Starks. Uh, hold on a second. Since we're doing this, uh, but I have to, you're going to have to redo that. And your mm-hmm. best Excalibur promoting a voice. Since you're doing the matches. Do you want me to run down all the matches? You know what? I'll do it. You have the notes. I'm just going to use your fucking notes. Okay. You ever heard of having a flair for the dramatic Rich DeRiz? Yes. God dang it. Oh, you do it through Wikipedia, don't you? Yeah. It's not in your notes. It's not in my notes because we're not doing predictions. Why would... So what if we're not doing predictions? We still need to know what the hell the matches are. You want me to paste the link? No, in? I got it. I'll pull it up myself. That's what the are. <laughs> you know, I'm not the only one who needs to make improvements around here. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I guess I have to click on the event, huh? New work, dude. Woo! All right. Let me do this better. All right. <clears throat> So, this year we're having AEW full gear at the Prudential Center. And the first match, we're going to have Brian Cage Shark in an AEW World Championship Eliminator Tournament semifinals. Which there is. What do you got over there? Was that um, <laughs> yes, it was. Uh, Starks we, is. I'll do the things. And we'll... <laughs> Starks is going to surprise him. That's my prediction. I hope it's Brian Cage. Next, we have the best friends, Orange Cassidy, Trent Beretta, Trump Taylor, Rocky Romero, and Danhausen versus the fact and Cole Carter in a 10-man tag team match. No wonder you were doing these things because I'm like, why? Who cares? Like, well, here's my prediction. my prediction. Is that the buy-in or is that what they call Yeah, this it? is the buy-in. This is the buy-in. Has to be. My prediction is you got to give the people what they want. And that is Danhausen turning heel on best friends. 
No, it's it's just the best friends winning. Oh. Uh, yeah, I'll go with best friends because I don't care about any of this. Well, mainly because like I know who they are, and I mm-hmm. don't. The factory to me is just you might as well just write enhance the group. But Cole Carter was the man in the mask. Oh, the computer didn't freeze. That was me not caring. (laughs) (laughs) I'm well aware. I I know your ID. I'm very familiar with your IDGAF look. And also on the pre-show buy-in or whatever is... And after begging Tony Khan on his hands and knees to live his dream or whatever against June Akiyama in a singles match. Did I say that right? Akiyama! Akiyama. Akiyama! I said it first, right the first time, and you corrected me, and I did it the way you told me to do it. You said it right the first time, then wrong the second time. It's all right. It's, it's, it's all right. It wasn't that wrong. Junakiyama is winning that because Eddie Kingston likes to put over his idols. Yo, it's better than pulling them over. All right. So we're going to have the AEW full all metal gear 2022. The acclaimed, which apparently everyone likes the acclaimed, including. Uh, Captain Insato from Ready to Rumble. Mm-hmm. I wonder how they got him. I, I don't know, know man. Paul White. All right. Uh, what do you think about that? Uh, Swerve of Our Glory or the Acclaim? The Acclaimed are going to win. Um, ho- hopefully, they'll finally break up Swerve of Our Glory so they can feud because that's what this is leading to. Okay, yeah, if, if Swerve in Our Glory has to lose, it is for me to shed the weight that is Swerve Strickland, then okay. <laughs> Let's be that, unless there's some screwing about. Maybe Captain Insano will show up and he will do the turn. He turned on them and he attacks Billy Gunn or something. You know, you never know. Hmm. You know how he is with turning. I know. <laughs> All right, and, and next, here's a singles match for the interim AEW Women's World Championship. Tony Storm takes on Jamie Hayter. Tony Storm is going to retain. Um, got to go with Tony Storm in that we still need to have an undisputed AEW Women's Championship match. Yeah. Uh, if it ends with them kissing, that too. Um. All right, so... um. <laughs> I I won't turn the TV off. Did did you did you see the hand positioning there over? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. They used to be roommates during mm-hmm. quarantine. Mm-hmm. Oh oh, weird. sorry, but not you, weird. Nor regular. Sorry, you didn't lock the door. Well, that was PG. All right, now. <laughs> And of course, we're in a four-way match for the ROH World Championship. El Ocho, Chris Jericho, looks to take on Brian Danielson, Claudio Castagnoli, Sammy Guevara, Gobbledygool! And of course, you have El Ocho uh, to retain. Yep. Um, yeah, why not? 
Like, it, there's no point. They For some reason, they want to ride this Jericho train till the wheels come off. Mm-hmm. Um, we all know how I think he should, they should have let MJF retire Chris Jericho. Um, yeah. Jericho's trying Jackson, to make this a... about Claudio versus Danielson, sort of. To get that. I feel like the Blackpool Combat Club might have some uh, issues down yeah, the meanwhile, line. Meanwhile, it was, uh, Jericho said, you know, me and Sammy are on the same page. I'm walking out as champ. Jericho walks off and Sammy's like, yeah, we'll see about that. So obviously that is where the friction actually is. Yeah, hopefully it's not a lot of friction. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you take it yeah. easy. All right. Yeah, easy. You got to be careful there. You got to be careful. Oh, me. Yeah, I got to be careful. All right. So, in a singles match for the AEW TBS champion, the actual champion, Jay Cargill, takes on the thief known as Nyla Rose. Um, 40 something and oh. She's, a, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um,. Whatever the number is. I say Jade Cargill, and I hope it's like a squash. I hope it's like when I was hoping for where, you know, just gets a bully beat down. Uh, mm-hmm. Nyla Rose is just outclassed, just outpowered, and she's got to rebuild herself. She's got to come back stronger. You know, it's like I got, you know, wow, no one's ever no one's ever beat her like that. It's got to be something decisive, and that makes Jade more of a threat. And a, and turns Nyla Rose into a lesson for anybody else who's having thoughts mm-hmm. about taking that championship away from her. Yep. Um, and of course, the returning Soraya takes on Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. Soraya. She's not losing her first match back. Yes. Uh, I'm friends with Soraya. I don't know if you know this. We've uh, met one time. Um, and next we have... Wait, what? Is this real? Oh, my God. Oh, Jeff Jarrett and uh, Jay Lethal versus Sting and Darby All-In. I know it's Allen, but I call it Darby All-In. Um, this is a tag team match. Um, so You could have just mostly- done Darby versus Jay Lethal. That would have been. Could have just done Darby versus Jay Lethal, but no, they have to have Sting involved. Okay, fine, and then you bring in Jeff Jarrett. I'm Why? fine with Sting, but not Chris Chris Jarrett. Jeff Jarrett, <laughs> I'm not good with Double J doing this. Um, it just doesn't make sense. The dude had an office job five minutes ago in WWE. Mm-hmm. To be off is here, but they put him out. It's like, is it his in his, you know, to get in there, he's got to be on, you know, the, the wrestling show. I don't know, but I hate it. Yeah. Uh, the winner is not us. Right. So Dar- Darby, Darby and Sting. Sting is going to jump off something stupid for no fucking reason because he's 70. Sorry about the steel cage match. Oh, sorry. What we said? I said sorry about the F bomb. It's it's all we're all screwed. All right, Jack Jack, uh, sucks. All right, Luchasaurus versus Jungle Boy Jack Perry in a steel cage match. Uh, Jack Perry's gonna pull it out somehow. He's he's gonna outsmart Luchasaurus. Um, I am unclear on because like all these companies, WWE and AEW, they both like change the rule. WWE in particular, they change the rules of the stage of the cage match. Like, can you escape? Can you not? What's 
I don't know the rules here in AEW hmm. of the cage match, but one way or the other, it's it's going to be Jungle Boy. We'll find out during the show because usually they'll tell you unless they mm-hmm. don't do that here. Um, yeah, they'll, next, they'll yeah. probably. This is this is like 13 matches. All right. Yes. So next we have a six-man tag team match for the AEW World Three-Way Championship. Um, we got Death Triangle, Death Triangle, which is Pentacelo Mero and Ray Phoenix with Alexander versus the Elite, Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks. They're back. So everybody's happy that likes them. <sighs> I'm going to go I mean, with uh, the Elite. I really, really, really want Death Triangle to retain. Um, I feel like... I feel like they're going to give it to the, the Elite, though. They never lost them. Uh, but there is this whole thing where Pac will do anything to win. So, obvi- I mean, obviously, the, the little hammer, as opposed to the sledgehammer, is his best friend. Um, I'm really hoping that Trop Triangle pulls it out, but I, I feel like they're still going to give it to the Elite. Maybe it'll be Pac's heel turn and they break up the Triangle. I don't know. I think that's probably what's going to happen. The whole we don't have to do it this way thing is going to come back here to really bite them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we we already the, saw... Yep. Sorry, we already saw that cost them a non-title trios match where Pac wanted Phoenix to use the hammer. Maybe it wasn't trios match, I don't remember. Pac wanted Phoenix to use the hammer, but Phoenix just tosses the hammer and didn't use it. And they, I don't remember if they won or whatever. It was weeks ago and Sorry, my memory sucks, and it's the it's the wrestling ADD, and it's also the actual ADD, and damn the elite. I mean, you know, I'm glad Kenny's back. Yeah, me too. I'm glad Kenny's back. Um, and that's it. That's it. End of statement. <laughs> that's about the extent of it. Um, oh, wait. Sorry. All I, right. So, I had to slap uh, my leg for a second. To me, this next match is definitely the co-main event. I mean, it looks like it might be how the matches are lined up here, but this is a three-way match for the TNT Championship. It's Warlow versus Samoa Joe and Powerhouse Hobbs. Meat slapping, meat slapping, meat. Probably probably Warlow. Uh, Man. I wish it was Joe. Uh, But but maybe... Joe has his own Joe. title. It could be Joe. So could be Hobbs. It, I think, Ho- it I think be... Hobbs Hobbs is gonna eat the pin or whatever it is. Either way. I think Wardlow is gonna be distracted thinking that powerhouse Hobbs is his only problem. Just like what happened in that in ring segment when uh Samoa Joe kept it realer than Wardlow. Mm-hmm. And um Look, Joe thinking powerhouse is the threat and it might cost Wardlow the championship. Yeah, I gotta be honest, I, I'm quite looking forward to this match mainly because it's been a very long time. I, I shouldn't say a very long time, but it's been a long time since I've seen Samoa Joe in a non tag match. He might be the one to take a nap for the first half of the match. I don't know, but um, I, I, I want to see Joe get violent. All right, so 
But I, I agree. think Wardlow retains. Well, I think Wardlow's going to lose. That's the only thing that's different. doesn't matter. Um, this next one is for all the marbles. For the AEW World Championship. John Moxley looks to defend his championship against MJF. This is a big one. I like that I don't know who's going to win. I like how the finish, the the outcome is unpredictable. What will happen, we're, we're going to see the firm interfere on MJF's behalf. We're going to see him take advantage of that. We're, I'm 90% certain we're going to see him use the dynamite diamond ring. Will it Put Mox down for three. I don't know. I think I'm I'm gonna say Mox retains. I think MJF walks out with the belt. I don't think because the firm, which I've already stated, is that was all smoking mirrors. Mm. Well, it, it was a perversion of of, of the crucifixion. Uh, no, it's, it's, it's perfectly clear as day, but there will be an added wrinkle. I think that the reason that we're seeing maybe earlier on in the night, there's going to be some issues, certain Claudio and a certain D Brizzle or Bree mm. Bizzle or whatever, Danderson. Brander Dander. And there's already issues with, uh, Boyuda, Okay. We haven't I seen think in a while. Regal is going to get the brass knucks to MJF. And he's and MJF is going to use the brass knucks to get Moxley. I think I think and they're going to I think that they're going to have Regal turn on Moxley. That would be very interesting. So would that mean Regal is leaving the club that's named for him? Probably. It's I like it's not like you didn't listen to the last few things I said. I'm gonna be a club to go back to after tonight. Cause I mentioned I said there's a trip there's a there's a match earlier with Dan Danderson and Claudio. Maybe that won't mm-hmm. go well. Will you he when I was building up? I heard that. But yeah, that didn't that doesn't necessarily mean the dissolution of the club. Oh, they're just gonna stay together? We're all friends here. Brothers fight. Then I would say that MJF is joining the Blackpool Combat Club. No, I'm saying Regal's turning on MJ Moxley. Okay. And like who needs the Blackpool Combat Club anyway? Wheeler Yuta. Like, what are they even doing right now? Yeah, Wheeler Yuta. <laughs> Let's do it for old Wheeler, guys. Let's do it. What a name. Is is it his given name? Yuda is, I believe. Not Wheeler. Alright, so that's his fault then. Unless he was Yuda. And they decided. Do you like wheels? It's like, yes, I do. Would you like to be Paul Paul Gruber? All right, I guess it's better than your actual name. (laughs) 
It's a uh, little it, like it's a little more memorable. Yeah. But Wheeler Yuda? It probably was better. Elsewhere, I don't know. Maybe. He's part uh, yeah. He he's part Japanese, so maybe Yuda is a family name somewhere in his family. Maybe. Okay, he's used, so a court. Hmm. He he's used Jimmy Yuda and Yuda before, so maybe. Well, I looked up Yuda mm -hmm. on the um, Urban Dictionary. <laughs> with uh, that... so I'm gonna so I'm gonna share my screen with you so you can see what I'm talking about because we can do that now. Okay. And, you know, so you know. So, Yuda is a man that has everything. Talent, visuals, intelligence, and a happy family. I don't know if that's true or not. But uh, no matter who you are, where you're from, but fall in love with Yuda. Like, you know what? That sounds like something Excalibur would say. <laughs> or Tony Schiavone. <laughs> uh I'm scrolling down here, and I think this is all just made up. But so far, Yuda is usually is a man who has everything. Also, he might be the sweetest guy you'll ever meet. So I don't know what. It, but mm. apparently, it's a cool thing. So okay, well, good, good. Yeah, it's for him picking that. Listen, man, there's a reason we're not allowed to choose our own names. Just think about I guess. it. They like. All right, at, at five, you're allowed to name yourself. Well, you'd be fucking Monster Truck Johnson or some weird shit like that. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, what's your name, little boy? Play-Doh Mouth? Okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, let's see. Breaking news. a lot news. of Mickey Mouses. Yeah. It would be. Breaking news. Uh, I'm reading a headline here. Tony Khan confirms that Konosuke Takeshita is all elite and will be on the Zero Hour pre-show. I don't know what he's doing, but he's on it. Let's uh, refresh the Wikipedia page here. Oh, they if... call it Zero Hour. That's what yeah. it's called. It's not the buy-in. I guess that's for all-in and stuff like that. Yeah, same thing. No, it's not. There's different names. You're right. It makes it's more sense. Yeah. Mm -hmm. By the way, hey Bleach Report, can you make an app for Samsung TVs, please, so I don't have to use my computer to watch on the TV and you know have to walk ten feet to pause? Damn it! Yeah, get 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 your s together, Bleacher Report. Yeah, get it together. Put it in a backpack and let's go. Oh, like the All-Atlantic Championship, which is not being defended tonight. Because it's a backpack championship. Mm, okay. You know, he doesn't look cool doing that. He looks like an idiot. He looks like a fool. 
I thought if the if your whole gimmick is a, a, a orange sloth and sunglasses, why are you doing more? You doing extra? Just throw the thing on your back like a, like a one arm backpack. I don't dislike it nearly as much as you do. Because the whole point is that he is lazy. That's more work. But the backpack could hold other things. Like what? His Nintendo Switch? Yeah. His extra diapers? Maybe some wipes for his sensitive bum bum? Yeah. I've got nothing here, okay? Literally. Clearly. Nothing. Do you see the production value of this show? What were you expecting? I see you like 12 feet from the NXT ring there. I broke in. Those people back there are not real. I thought you were hanging out with, with Sean all week. I lied. Thankfully, no one's here right now. What about Gacy? They don't have, like, overnight security or nothing. Dude, here. Dude. He lives here. Dude. I, I gotta ask you something. Yeah. It's between you and me, since no one else can hear this. No one else can hear this podcast except for the many listeners of the Basement Bookers podcast? Yes? That's right. It's just you and me. Okay. Are you scripts? I can't even write in script. So uh, that wasn't the question. Maybe you're 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 <laughs> dodging the question. Maybe I'm being a little evasive. You're ducking oh, me. Fuck you're off. Still ducking me this whole week. <laughs> you're still <sighs> ducking me. Not everything's about you, Rich Torres. Some of it's a bookiverse that wants our predictions before full gear, and they're gonna get them. There you go. By God. Um. Is there anything you had that you wanted to bring up from the quick week hit. or whatever? Quick hit. Sure. This was on. Was this? This was on Dynamite. I liked Britt's response to Soraya's promo from last week. I thought that was good. I th- I also thought it was good that. Um, I'm glad you're sitting for this. I also thought it was good that Shivani made a point to mention that Britt didn't want him there for that promo. So that that was telling. I, I I thought that that was a nice wrinkle in that story. Um, and I'm sorry. Why I didn't spoke. she want him there? Because he's does it. Because she doesn't get serious when he's there. Yeah, she she was gonna. Um, I think she was. I think the story being told is she thought she was gonna get emotional and didn't want him to see her that way. Because mm. you know she's stringing him along because. She can. Okay. And and I know it wasn't really a spoiler. Uh, and I'm sorry for the almost spoiler. AR Fox, dude, I'm like I said in Messenger this week, I'm really glad you and I got to see him live um at an Evolve show. He he's been offered an AEW contract. I don't know if he's signed it yet, but uh that that was a great showing by him. I thought in that I thought he at least for his team, absolutely carried that match because some of the, like, top flight, they're very impressive in what they do. But a lot of that stuff did not have the the ring psychology behind it. It was all 
setup, setup, setup. Okay, you're gonna stay there while we do this, right? Cool. It uh, pulls me right out of it. Well, it's not as bad as a trust fall during a match that decides the greatest tag team in the history of professional. It could be mm-hmm. worse. Indeed. I would figure with that on the line, that's what you decide. No, I'll move out the way. But whatever, I guess. It's not important. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Joe's promo was also great up until Hobbs came out. Um, and the close to Dynamite was very good with Mox. And I had no highlights from either episode of Rampage. All right, good. I'm sure All it was right. fine. Enjoy full gear, everybody. I hope you enjoy full gear. Um, and if you don't, Blame love Tony to Khan. find out. Love, love to hear from you. Yep. Um, Rich, do the things. All right. We would love to hear from you. You can email us, basinpokers at gmail.com. We are on Twitter at basinpokers, at basinjare, Rich the Riz. Uh, hit us up. DMs are open. If 160 characters isn't enough for you and you are not a boomer and don't want to email, uh, let's see what else. Instagram, Basin Bookers Pod. We're on Facebook. Just search it. Basin Bookers. It comes right up. As far as where to find this podcast, still Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. And Jer's got a party message. I still say this is weird doing it this way, but I haven't figured out another way to do that. The match of life is scheduled for one fall. So make it count. And do what the man says. Follow the bird.